Welcome to Wings on Wings, everybody. <laughs> you want something done right, you do it yourself. That's right. Uh, I'm DJ, so now we do this. Yes. Okay. DJ. I'm Doug. Oh, there you go. Oh, hey, I'm Brett. I'm Tatum. I'm Michelle. Uh, we just watched Season 7, Episode 6, She's Gotta Have It, from November 14th of 1995. According to IMDb, 13 plus on this, this bad boy here. What? Yes. So, <sighs> what? Yeah, this rated the show's rated thirteen plus, I guess. And that's funny. That's how old I was in nineteen ninety five, and I'm definitely doing something better than watching this episode of Wings. Yeah, truly sucked. Yeah, this is yeah the hot streak we were on a couple weeks back is oh, we, uh, very we, cold what now. We, what are we eating? Oh, we're oh, eating. We're eating. Thank you, thank you, Michelle. SoCal guac sauce, California inspired, Carolina Carolina grown. Hot avocado. Brought to you by SoCal Hot Sauces of Sneeds Ferry, North Carolina. Sneeds Ferry. That doesn't Sneeds sound Ferry. right. Well, Beautiful <laughs> Sneeds Ferry. Say love North you. Carolina. Oh, right. Kind of looks like a Sneeze Ferry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this episode. <laughs> so, a lot of insurance uh, talk in this episode. So Here's the thing about this episode. There is, there is nothing in this episode beyond the insurance angle of the, of the house fire. Uh, yeah, Brian and yeah, the Brian, Brian and Casey. Casey. Yeah, mm. we're, we're she's got to have it. Has a double meaning. Oh, right? yeah. But we're still well, doing the B plot was the basically the lyrics of the song "Breakfast at Tiffany's." Michelle, I fucking love you because every time they they said what what do they keep saying? We've got the, nothing in common. Every single time I'm like, yeah, I feel your word, man. No common ground to start <laughs> from. We've got nothing in common. <laughs> and I'm scared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the most Al Jolson-esque voice possible. <laughs> Holy shit. She said, I think I remember the film, and as I recall, I said, kind of liked it. Yeah, oh, yeah, we all kind of liked it. Kind of liked it. George Pappard's in that movie. Does anybody remember the name of the band that did that song? No. Fuck no. Oh, hold on. Give me a hand. Breakfast at Tiffany's is. They only had one song, as far as I know. They were a one hit wonder. Give me a hand. Is it. I don't know. Uh, it's a color. Do you remember it? I remember it. I was going to make up like a, ni- a said, fake 90s band. Like it's Opal, right on the tip Opal of my tongue. You said color. I don't know Dust. why I wanted to say. Doesn't that sound like a band you'd listen to in the 90s? I wanted to yeah. say Dish Walla. <laughs> that was, no, 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 that was... Um, yeah. no Tell me all about, my th- um, your thoughts on God because mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't like to meet her. No, Breakfast at Tiffany's was performed by Deep Blue something. In yeah. fall of 95. Is it actually Deep Blue something? That's the name of the band. Yes, no, yeah. he's not forgetting a word. That's <laughs> the name of the band. <laughs> Boy, does that, that suck. Would be, that would be fucking funny if I yeah. did that build up and I didn't Deep remember all of it. Something. So that's the B-plot. Wait, and now, if you remember that song, we don't have to describe Has it. Has anybody yet. here seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? Nope. No. Yeah. Oh, I like Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Tatum, you've seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? This I haven't sauce. seen a lot of things, It's, it's not a horror movie. It's not going to get shot. I'm liking this. This, <laughs> is, real, this sauce is, this is real good. good. Yeah, uh, this Breakfast is really good. Very good movie, except for the very horrid Asian representation yeah. uh, by, a, by a white man. Very, very tough to watch. But, I only know it's racist. Yes. Because they go to see 
Breakfast at Tiffany's mm-hmm. in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Right, yeah. And Bruce Lee feels bad because it's racist against him. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, it is. So, like, the, the white guy playing the Asian guy has, like, the round glasses and they put it in the buck teeth and he does, like, the voice. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's rough. When did, what year it's did Mickey Breakfast Rooney, isn't it? It, I'm pretty sure it's Mickey Rooney, what, yeah. Roughly, when did this movie come out? Uh, uh, Breakfast of the Timmy's 1961. Jesus fucking Christ, that's like almost 20 years after mm-hmm. the end of fucking World War II, and they're still using those yep. stereotypes. Yeah. Doug, it's 2023, and it still happens. But, yeah, right? I'm trying not to think this about is that. America. And it yeah. is, so it is a young George Pappard, as you, you would know from the A-Team, is Hannibal. Very handsome. Oh, I'm so excited. We haven't done an IMDb for a while. Oh, well, but the... <laughs> so, the but yes, Mickey Rooney plays... I just got from Michelle. Mickey Rooney plays Mr. <laughs> Unioshi. And I'll... Let me just... Everybody knows Mickey Rooney, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And everybody knows how he's notably not Asian. <laughs> okay. Is everyone ready? So, ugh. Google wow. it on your own because yeah. I think we've already given this no. too much time. It's yes. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty disgusting. bad. Disgusting. Yeah, it's. I mean, it makes the it renders the movie almost unwatchable now. It's tough. Yes. It's, it's a really rough. Um, yeah, it's um, in an otherwise decent movie. It's yeah. tough. Damn. So, but um, but yeah, all right. So we're good with the B plot then, right? Um, uh, well, they're, they're, they've, I, got, they've got nothing in common. I will say the one thing that. She the movie she names mm-hmm. when they're trying to think of a movie mm-hmm. is Casablanca, mm-hmm. and that was something. That's one of my favorite movies that I hadn't seen. Yes, that DJ hadn't seen, and he watched it. We watched it together, and he actually really liked it. Never saw it. It's very good. Me too. It is very good. No, and Brian says it's in black and white and has Nazis, so it's a girl movie. Uh, yeah, which is not true because by those definitions, so would American History X. True. <laughs> No, I've never seen Casablanca. Wait, now either. that I have seen, and that mm-hmm. is a girl movie. American History X. I'm just kidding. Okay, that's <laughs> certainly a movie. Wait, is that because there's a? Are you kidding about it? it being a girl movie? Or are you kidding about you seeing it? I'm kidding about it being a girl movie. Okay, you have seen that movie. Yes, I have. Intense. Intense. Yeah. Casablanca is much better. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess so. Depends on your scale. Um. True. Yeah. Okay, so Damn, Joe and Helen are tasty. meeting the insurance adjuster. They're getting ready to meet the insurance adjuster, to which Joe is like, oh, honey, you have to have a list and all of your receipts and whatever. And she's like, who keeps receipts? And he's like, you, it's best to take pictures of things, have the receipts, put them in a lockbox, whatever. And she's like, who actually does that as he walks into the room with his lockbox? Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. Man's got a binder for everything. Um, and then they meet with the insurance adjuster, mm-hmm. who they are so excited to find out is one of their really good friends. Yes. Yeah. Who then is really, like, not giving them an inch on anything no. because... Was his name Phil? Have- Phil. Yeah. Phil. Yeah. I don't trust anybody named Phil. Wrong. Phil Pilled. <laughs> Philanthropist? Philanthropist sitting right here, baby. Uh, the way that he said receipts. Mm. Oh, where he like made it a very hard T. Very hard mm. T. But like almost put the P behind it as well. But like just, and that's Receipt. what he just Receipts. Mm. You should have had your receipts. 
And he just kept saying that over and over and over, leading us to believe that they're not going to get shit. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, then, what are, like, and it, then he writes, he says, I'm sorry, we can't do anything better than this number. Mm-hmm. And oh. writes it on a piece of paper, folds it up, and then walks away. Before we get to that. Yeah. We forget the interlude with Roy, who is oh who bootlegs receipts. Okay. That might have oh. been like one of the that was, only right. funny parts of this. That was the only thing I laughed at in this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. He does his own distressing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and they have this really great back and forth where he's like, oh, you got a big screen TV. And he's like, Toshiba. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Sony. We Sony. got a Sony. <laughs> yes. Magnapox. Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so they go into the meeting and they look at the piece of paper. And at first they both kind of look kind of like, yeah. oh, um. And then they start doing the weirdest. Well, I, I wasn't really looking at Helen, but the dance Joe did. Because apparently it was a large sum of money, which they yes. never reveal because it's a 90s sitcom. They're just rich. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they're rich. And Joe, the Joe dance was fucking bizarre. Yeah. The Helen dance was even more bizarre. Yeah. Helen I, was almost oh, the, the yeah, Elaine the dance from Seinfeld. I was just going to say those dances put Elaine. Yeah. Like. They were very close. Yeah. In nature. Ugh. So, um. I guess this is a good time as any to talk about it. I think the, I think we've mentioned we've talked about it here on the show a little bit, but like Michelle and I have been through this process, right? So it's not terribly inaccurate. No, it's pretty. It's pretty um, accurate. We had good, really good insurance when our house burned down and the stuff in it, but you did have to account for everything. But our insurance, I guess, was good enough that like we didn't need to provide receipts. <coughs> In a lot of cases, we just had to sort of provide the burned out husk of the thing we were trying to claim. I mean, in some cases, in some she cases, took she took our word, our word for it. For right. It. And I don't know, you know, if that's we got a good adjuster or if our insurance was good enough. We didn't have collector's insurance or anything. Um, What's but, collector's insurance? So, like, like, a lot of places wouldn't necessarily cover my comic collection. Oh. Um, because of. How they, they would fluctuate give you, value. They would give me. They would give you market. So what they do is give you kind of like market value for something. So that doesn't mean that like right. they mm. would give you if a comic book of an individual comic book is worth six hundred dollars. Not that we have any that are worth six hundred dollars. Oh no, we, we do. do. But like they wouldn't give you <laughs> like they wouldn't say six hundred dollars <laughs> if the cover price, even if it's from like nineteen sixty, mm-hmm. if the cover price is you know nineteen cents. That's what they would give you. Wow. And right. then and if they, you replace it yeah. at like $4, like it's so a modern mm-hmm. book is $4, so you replaced it at $4, then they would give you the difference between yeah. But they don't like – and this comes up in the episode. They don't – you can't put a money value on sort of family heirlooms or nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So if it's something, you say, well, what's it's the – replacement value. Right. It's replacement value. So like, you know, if you had a blanket you lost, it's worth – yeah. 10 bucks, you know, to them, like, whatever. Um, but you don't end up with enough money to really replace everything. Mm-hmm. You come close. I mean, we, you know, uh, the w- this episode was a little hard for me um, because, and, and I think you're supposed to a little, um, but, like, so they get the money and Helen goes on a spending spree, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the end, you get to the end and that's a very real feeling that I sort of, you know, she has the breakdown towards the end, which we get to where she's like, like, why are you buying all these things? She's she's bought, like, a giant gumball machine. She's betting on the monkey's car, all this stuff. And she's like, I've lost everything. I need something. And that's a feeling that I understand. Um, and there are two different ways to sort of 
approach that loss and you're sitting with it both different ways at the table currently. That's true. Uh, it's I want nothing and stuff soothes me. Yeah, like I hate stuff now. I don't want any right. stuff. Um, but DJ, like stuff kind of right. makes him feel better. Right. So the fire, like after the fire, I, we did, and I did a lot of going through the house and picking up items and tell, saying what was, what was the here and also sort of deciding on whether or not you wanted to try and restore something because they do bring in a restoration sort of company. If there's a novel, like their house is pretty wiped out and ours was, was pretty wiped out bar a couple of rooms and there was smoke or, or some mi- minor damage and they'd be like, well, do you want us to pay to get it repaired or put it in an oxygen room and get the smell out of it? Or do you just want to call it a wash? Whatever. Um, but they don't get like, there, if you had a TV and the TV was twenty, it was ten years old. They're not necessarily going to give you this the amount of money to replace no. a TV. Like if it was a forty inch TV, but it was you know a, one of those big, huge Doug TVs. The you know the, <laughs> oh, the Centron, yeah, yeah, right. The big old box. They're not necessarily going to give you the money to replace it for a no. for a forty inch flat screen. They, so they did though. They, you do like, kind of, but we had replacement insurance, which is like right. specific, and, like, and there loss. is and there is a cap on that. So once you, no matter, it doesn't replace everything. It's a monetary value. So if you replace half your stuff, but you've reached the monetary value of right. what they put on everything, then they're not replacing it anymore. There's still but we were submitting like we had to like they gave a they gave you. They go through all your lists of right. items, and then they give you, like, a check for whatever amount. Right. And then, because and then we had this to, replacement insurance, we had to go shop. Like, yeah. you know, we need a new and sofa. Submit receipts so you have to then. go, and then you submit the receipt for the new sofa you bought, and they'll pay you the difference between the difference. what they originally paid you and, and right. the new sofa. And that's, that's sort the replacement of... value. But that bank is what's limited. So I was, re- I was sending them receipts for... Three years, I think, or four yeah. years, and you do have that o- that open window of a couple of years, um, but like it is like a terrible thing, and it is a, a really heartbreaking process. Um, but I was just, I was so mad when Helen was just spending crazy because, like I said, I, Michelle and I have had different reactions after fire, even now. Um, but like, I was a little more sort of. Uh, not obsessed, but I'll, I'll use it uh, with sort of getting the things back that we lost. We lost records. We lost comic art. We lost, the, you know, a lot. We lost things that couldn't be replaced. Um, but like, you know, I was like, oh, I, I need to get this again. I used to have this movie. I used to have this record. And like, I used to have a really good memory of what I had. And even still to this day, 10 plus years on, 11 years on, almost 11 years in this house, I still am like, wait, did I have this here or did I have this there? It's still hard for me to remember. Um, but also, on that same instant, uh, funny enough, my mom had given me her engagement ring from my dad. Uh, spoiler alert, that didn't last. And uh, we just had it on the kitchen counter. Like, it was, it was, I had the diamond removed from it, right? Isn't that how, or was it just, or I, we were going to get the diamond removed from it. Yeah. And it was sitting in a bowl on top of the microwave. And it got lost in the fire. And I was like, well, I had a diamond ring sitting on top of the microwave. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. going, dude, I trust you balls to bone. And I, I'm yeah. struggling to believe that right yeah. now. And I'm sorry, man. And I had a, we, I, I, it was a small diamond. It was just my, my mom yeah, it wasn't went, through, right, went through one of her phases where she was just giving me everything, whatever. I think we took the diamond out so that we could sell the yeah, gold. Yeah, to sell the gold. Because yeah. I wanted to keep the diamond. Because the diamond, diamond. that small. Yeah. 
And uh, I was like, and I was like, yeah, I had a diamond, I had a diamond here, and they're like, oh, okay, you had a diamond on your kitchen counter. Yeah, like, sure, I did. pal, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, there's you know stuff that's irreplaceable. We lost photo albums and you know all that sort of stuff and pets and and everything. Um, but I was really bothered in this episode by Helen going and just being like, give me a bubblegum machine and a whatever. Well, what what exactly bothered you about it? Uh, I like, and it's only my personal experience. Um, but like when, and we got, we got, we got paid. It was, it was either you can rebuild the house or find a different house, which is why we're where we are. Um, but like, although I wanted stuff again, almost immediately, I wanted the stuff I lost. Uh, and just from personal experience, watching her sort of buy nonsense in the beginning, I was like, no, this isn't, this isn't how I felt. And I understand that she's not me, but I can only draw from that experience. So I was like, this isn't how I felt. I wanted the stuff I I had. And also the thing that Michelle and I sort of always talk about, even though you know, we're, we're in a, a house that we love and is considerably nicer than the house we're in in, in a lot of aspects, uh, to this day, I would trade it all back if I could. Yeah, I think like... And so her being like, if she was just bought, if they walked in and it was stuff that she had had in the house or it looked like her house inside this house, I would get it. But the fact that she was just buying giant gumball, like all of that shit. Seemed, Everything from the sharper <coughs> yeah. image. Right. Yes. And I get it. The sharper image catalog inside. And I get at the end, it's, you're supposed to say she's sort of unhinged and is just spending to spend because she's trying to fill a, well, a gap. But I was much more like... No, no, stu- I need the stuff that I had because that's what was taken from she me. She seemed kind of like, and we didn't go through the whole episode, but like she seemed kind of cavalier about it yes. in the beginning. Yeah, she was very, yeah, she, was, then, she was very cavalier. I think that that's realized. Yes. Like, that's, that's the piece the, that right, bothered the frolicking me. Frolicking through the new stuff she bought, that was not how that felt. Yeah. Everything was heartbreaking. And the way she started speaking to Joe about it as he was like why do you need all of these things and whatever um until we got to the end and we finally got down to what it actually was it was the way that she was carrying herself doing her hair dressing and speaking to other people Mm -hmm. um and we it's well established we all pretty much think helen's a con right uh right so like and this was this was bad right yeah and you know like it's uh, like I remember the feeling uh, of finding like a first print, and it's not an expensive thing, really, but a first print of Elvis Costello's this year's model on vinyl mm-hmm. because I lost it in the fire. Right. And I remember walking to a record store and being like, "Oh my god!" Like I get to have this back, you know. Uh, it doesn't fit me anymore, but I I still have my the first item item of clothing I bought the day after the fire or the night of the fire because. We literally lost everything. I, I, the only clothes I owned were the clothes I was wearing to work, my work uniform. Right. So I have a Batman shirt that I bought from Walmart. That's the literal first piece of clothing I bought after losing everything. Yeah. And it sits in my closet, and it is like two sizes too small. Uh, and I'll probably never wear it again. But every time I go through to like, give away Salvation Army or get rid of clothes, that stays. DJ yeah. got a touch of the hoarder. Uh, I did. Hoarderism. Yeah. Just a touch. Yeah. And I completely disconnected from stuff. Right. Balance. Yeah. yeah. Right. Balance each other. Out. Right. So I fill the house with shit. Yes. Yeah, so and then Michelle and I says, stop buying. <laughs> exactly. Michelle says, stop buying shit. A fool. That's a balance we've struck. Um, right. And there's there's other factors into it. You know, they don't, you know, we lost pets. They don't sort of touch on that because they, they didn't have, have a, they didn't have pets. 
So that's sort Except of... Except when they were trying to con the insurance adjuster. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Which was shitty, um, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. And we had a great insurance adjuster. Like, we had... we had It was a very good process. It was um, a terrible process. I think you are remembering that. We it, did no, have a good adjuster. It was a terrible process, but, like, we weren't given a necessarily a hard time during it that I... Mm. Do you think we were? There, well... You think the adjuster gave us a hard time? Michelle just content, handled content it. Content Lori did it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... What was his name? Steve. The like, so they, there's like the contents and the structure. Yeah, and they they're separate. Yes, and the contents woman was great, and then the structure guy was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I told everybody never to have travelers insurance. After that's that, true. They were terrible. Yeah. To with. Um, but it maybe you know, uh, I, and I did handle sort of the stuff side of it, and you handled the other side of it. Yeah. So that's sort of the the difference in experience there. Um, but yeah, like, I guess that's the, the best way to put it. Like Helen's sort of frivolity about it all was just, I'm sort of like, no, that's like not. I just got like until the spicy. end. I don't uh, know. Because you are spicy. Because at yeah. the end, it, it, they do make sense of it. And that is a very real feeling that she has. Yeah. Um, but. So we didn't go through that. People don't no, know the end. No, so sorry. We should- no, I just, I decided to just take the show down real far. Yeah. Great job. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> It's what, I, it's what I do. Well, we're getting real. This is where this is this is this is There's reality. literally nothing yeah. in this episode. You keep it a real goes wrong, brother. Except, unless everyone wants to sing breakfast at Tiffany's again. Yeah, that's true. We can have highs and lows. Yeah. This, this is a show. This is a show about people. When you get down peaks to and it. valleys. That's all. Um, so. <laughs> Speaking speaking of going low, uh, Antonio is in such a low place that he decides to go back to Edna. Oh right, yes, that's true. That's like poor a Edna. Seer deep the big poor Edna. Woman. But also, yeah. are we going to see her someday? And they're going to be like, oh, she's no, not that bad. They can't they show can't, her, especially can't, not after this this after. But also, thing. how yeah. do you go back to a woman who dumped you? Does anybody have an answer? So that? I that's I wanted to know that. As well, because it was established last episode that she's the one who ended things with him. Wait, so, right, so she you, dumped you him because he couldn't sexually satisfy her. Right, but you asking that question, mean, how does a guy go back to a girl who dumped him, meaning why does he want to be back with her? No, or, no how saying, no. If she broke up with him, why would right, he? Right. Well, because you can't uh, just decide to go back to somebody who broke up with you. Because she's I'm ugly, saying. Michelle. Nobody else on the island wants she to do with her. She broke up with him. The right. joke is that she, uh, you know the ugly, large-faced woman. Yes. broke up with him because right. he yeah. got pathetic. But right. when he right. said to Faye, yeah. he was like, "I think I'm just going to have to go back to Edna." Yeah. And she, what was what was it that she said? It was something that alluded to that. He was like, "If she'll, if she'll have me, or if she yeah. hasn't found anybody yet." Or something, and that, then yes. the joke was, "Come on, right? Uh, the, look at her. He, right, he gets to go back because she's she's an unattractive woman, and nobody else so nobody sad. else on the island wants to have anything That's, to do with her. Yeah, and it's also sad because you know she dumped him because he was not satisfying her. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's just doomed to being with a guy who is sexually inadequate to her. Maybe got better at humping while they were on a break. Yeah, and he's Italian. He you did should know this shit. He. D- um, sure. <laughs> sure, dog. Sure, sure, sure. It's not like he's German. Italians do it better. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, sure. Madonna wore a t-shirt that said so. 
Madonna's also a fucking bad shit insane human being. That's true. That's this true. Is, was this Madonna in the 80s? Yeah. Okay, there was a different time. There, yeah. That is a different time. I'll give you that, Madonna. That is true. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so Antonio's back with Edna, who we see at the end in the after credits. We do we not. Know, we, we see, see her through POV, her eyes. Yeah. Which, which also, she I don't know if she, she has a severe case of glaucoma because they like Vaseline. <laughs> they Vaseline around the edges of the camera. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. What a choice. Poor Edna, faking her orgasms, absolutely no peripheral vision. Right. This woman <laughs> is just not having yeah. a good life. Right. She's, am I the only one who's getting annoyed with the Antonio sad sack thing that seems to be running through like episode after episode like they really went all in on like oh it's so hilarious how Antonio wants to kill him yeah he, 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 like, well, like, we honestly, didn't talk about this last episode but at the one point he thanks Joe and Brian for saving his for life saving his yeah. life meaning that he was gonna kill himself if he couldn't find a date yes yeah so yes he they they're doing that Doug. we gotta think of it in like pro wrestling terms right he's He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna rise up. That the pops gonna be so much bigger when he, he is. yeah. We gotta identify there. the underdog face. Right, yeah, exactly. When I don't think there. there's yeah. only a year left. Yeah, huh? less than. Oh yeah, that's true. Is this the last season? No, or there's one no. more season. We have one more season. One more season. We're in. Yeah. I, so I actually counted it out not too long ago. The season six, which we're in right now, is either no, twenty six. We're in season seven? We are. Yeah. Okay, this one's, I think, 26 episodes? Yeah, 26 and 24, I think it was. I thought it was 22 for season... Mm. Season eight, I want to say, is 22 episodes. If only I had a pocket computer. A pocket computer? <laughs> uh, season seven... Doug doesn't internet. 26 episodes in season seven. Season eight is a cool 24. Okay, so that's 50 episodes. We've already knocked off... We are five... Six, this is the sixth episode... So 18 episodes left. No, 20 episodes less than this season. So 44, 44. episodes overall left. 44. So yeah, less than a year. So That's we're true. yeah, we're running out of road with this show. Right. Thank yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this show ran out of road a long time ago. <laughs> uh, not us, Wings. We're cool. Wings on Wings is the shit. Yeah, That's right. Um, it's a show about people. <laughs> it yes. is apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else? Anything else of note happened in this episode? Um, no, right? No. So Helen, Helen goes to the, the goes to the auction at the end. She's bought all this crap. Oh yeah, and, and then she's going to an auction, and she's dressing real fancy. She looks really good yeah. in that that power suit with the miniskirt she was wearing. Fully, she looked great, even though she's fucking terrible human. Even in the beginning, yeah, the beginning outfit she was this wearing is- like a corduroy miniskirt. I was yeah. like Helen. Sup, girl. Yeah. This moment in time, though, every time there was a role in a movie or a TV show or anything Mm. where a woman all of the sudden wanted to be presented as whatever, this is exactly what she looked like. Mm -hmm. It was very like Christina Applegate in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The hair goes up a little bit, the bangs come down. And then she's in a jacket. It's smoothed and a skirt. out a little bit more, right, right. and it's like a slightly peplumed, like very waist tailored. Yeah, it is peplumed too. That's absolutely, <laughs> I completely agree. Sure. I, I noticed the shit out of that peplum. Yeah, Pepperidge Farms <laughs> right, yeah, just all great. over the place. And I was like, look at how peplumed that mm. is. Pepperidge Farm, remember? Yeah, I, yeah. I peplumed it myself. I, I did. Right. I wears peplum all yeah. the time. Speaking of clothing, <laughs> speaking of clothing, and this one jumped out at me. And Doug, I, think, I think clearly we need a definition of what peplum yeah. is. 
Peplum. Okay. Peplum. Yeah, yeah, John, it's John like Popper. The, the slight <laughs> little skirt out from like the waistline. Oh, okay. The, All yeah. right, I like it. All right, good. Thank you. Okay. Sure. That first scene, Amy Yasbach shows up and oh, she's yes. talking oh. to Brian. Where she's dressed like an ecto cooler. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was going on? I would wear that today. Yeah, I, thought she I, I good. mean, yeah. She, she worked it. I it was. It it was uh, wow, it was a choice. I wish it wasn't like Granny Smith Apple colored but yeah i would wear it i like no the green itself wasn't bad it was just it was so i i i, I don't i lose well first off she was wearing the ultimate henley are you bleeding the <laughs> ultimate henley do you just get color huh and buttoned oh. all the way up yeah, yeah well yeah. that yeah that was the thing it was like it yeah. was very buttoned up it was like a henley meets a nehru yeah. jacket yeah, the the, uh, the, yeah. Mon- the monochromatic shit going I, on yeah, on that outfit. Too like how the held belts were. Yeah, odd in the nineties. Right. It, it almost looked uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I looked the wrong way. You did. <laughs> um, no, I you know, I wore a like shorts and a top that were like that same color last week. And the person I was with did say, what are you going to work, construction? <laughs> As somebody who appreciates all of drab, I can get down with the color scheme. Yeah. But it was just, there was something about it that was so visually striking to me that I just, I didn't notice the rest of the scene. I was just like, what the, like, war- I want to talk to wardrobe about, like, what they oh, put her in. speaking of wardrobe, guess what else made an appearance? Oh, Yeah. The shirt from the oh right, mm, <laughs> that's right. Yes. from our uh, mm-hmm. from the credit or no from the menu yes have we mentioned have we mentioned that on the show I don't know if we have mentioned it on the yeah. show no I don't think so but we have been gathering a little more content for uh, oh, socials some, somebody has <laughs> no I didn't sign a waiver for that by the way it was beknownst to you it was it was not beknownst to me it was unbeknownst Michelle signed the waiver it's That's, fine all right. She has power of attorney. That's right. Uh, but yes, the DVD menu, which I'm pretty sure is a bootleg set, but you can buy it on Amazon. I don't know. Uh, I bought it through legit means, um, so I'm going to clear. Uh, has a really terrible Photoshop on every menu. Yes. Terrible. She's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is very bare bones. It's a bare bones show. It is. Casey's clothing in this episode was distracting, though, because she also wore, toward the end, she wore this, like, purple... Like, it was a purple shirt and, like, cardigan. Mm-hmm. Short-sleeved uh, cardigan. Yes, a short-sleeved cardigan, like, combo. And the shirt under the cardigan was, like, wrinkled mm-hmm. across the, like... As right- if it had been folded yes. for, like, yeah. And it wasn't... It definitely... At first, I thought maybe it was, like, a... Like it was the across the, the titular area? What are you talking about? Yeah, it was, like, right across, like, the... Like right here. Like right underboob. here, listeners. You can see where yeah. she's like pointing. across the underboob. <laughs> okay. All right. The under... And, yes. like... <laughs> But it wasn't, you know, I thought, like, maybe at first that it was, like, a seam, but it wasn't a seam. It was definitely wrinkled. Mm -hmm. It was very weird. (laughs) Sure, I didn't notice. They should should have uh, ironed, I guess. (laughs) Or steamer. Steamer. It's true. (laughs) The way that these last couple of episodes have been so bad that we go so far off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What else can we talk about? Well, if there's that little meat on the bone, then we gotta find <laughs> yeah. something to fucking work with. It's true. Fucking hell. And this, so was a, this was a very uh, meatless episode. Yeah. So the one thing that we haven't talked about is the special guest, 
which is oh. what's his face on the monkey. Yes, yes, <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that's special. Yes. Speaking of burying the lead, yeah. <laughs> what's his face? <laughs> the very special guest. What's his face? The, the, the fourth most important monkey. Oh, uh, how dare you! The fourth most important monkey is still alive. Uh, this is Peter Tork. Can you name the other monkeys, Michelle? No, Davy Jones. <laughs> Davy Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, that's it. We literally talked about two of them before we started recording. Something Dublin's. Yes, Mickey Dublin's. Yeah, and then uh, you said before uh, Nesmith. Mike Nesmith. Yes, there you go. Whose mother invented liquid paper? No, oh. she made a whiteout. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So Peter Tork in this uh, because Helen, white paint? Helen is bidding on the monkey mobile. Um, and the, the auctioneer making monkey puns, which I liked, like this is the last bid to Clarksville. Yeah. Um, I feel the monkeys got ruined in society because Smash Mouth covered them for Shrek and then they got real Shrek-y. Um, but I like the monkeys. It was nice to see Peter Tork. Uh, coincidentally, David Jones of the monkeys, uh, David Jones is also David Bowie's real name and could not, yeah. could not use it because of the monkeys. Because of the monkeys. So then so oh, wow. David Bowie. Yeah. Hmm. He's also a David Jones. I think that worked out. I think yeah, so it too. did. And the gag of that entire thing was, uh, I, th- I think the joke was supposed to be that Helen was so obsessed with buying stuff, buying stuff, right? That she kept saying, "Oh, I'm a huge monkeys fan," mm-hmm. and then just like, "Oh, who the hell is that guy over there? What uh-huh. does this matter to him?" Right? Without, and, it's like, but and, he's one and of the said that to his face. Yeah, because when he yeah. wins, she he says like, "Thank you for letting me have win this auction." She's like, "Well, I hope you're just as big a fan as I am." Mm-hmm. After he had said that, you know, after a few rough years and saving yes. up and whatever, he's always wanted this, and he's finally saved <laughs> yep. enough to be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. Like his own piece of memorabilia, and she's like, "I hope you enjoy it as much as I would have." Mm-hmm. And then she bids it up seventeen thousand dollars, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. One yeah. It was starting yep. at seven grand, and he ends up paying twenty four grand for yep. it mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety six dollars. Yeah, we, right. and we learned before that it doubled. So. It basically yeah, doubled. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. I don't know if the monkey mobile would still be worth that much, though. The money she paid is, but I don't know if the monkey mobile would have that sort of. Value to still. somebody. I did enjoy that one joke where he said, where uh, Joe says that thing. Hey, I used to have a monkey's lunchbox, and he goes, "Big deal. We didn't see a penny from uh-huh. that." Yeah, I would imagine that not, not to turn us into a monkey's cast, but I would imagine the monkeys didn't <laughs> see a lot of money because they were literally corporately put together, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they were supposed to be the American Beatles, but they were literally put together for a TV show, and the records came after. Oh, I'm sure they that got fucked on March so many yeah. times. Yeah. 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 So, but I do like the monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we monkey around. I just think for being the American Beatles, it's just a sad showing of what America can bring to the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's Sad, fair. accurate, that's interchangeable. Um, Stepping yeah. Stone's a good sign. What's it? The song Stepping Stone. I, I'm going to just stop you right there and tell you <laughs> I've listened to zero of the monkeys. <laughs> I'm basing this on three songs, which are the three songs on on the radio. Back in the day, and I can't name any of them. In 1963? Well, you know, in the 80s. I know Minor Threat Stepping Stone. That's a good song. Yeah. That's a cover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right. Well, Minor Threat did a lot better. But so I'm a Believer would be their biggest one, I think, right? That one I know. Uh, last last train to Clarksville and that one I know. Green Tambourine. Oh, yeah, that works too. too. Never heard of it. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think that's it for the I think episode, right? Yeah, Everybody got 
That's yeah. Like anything to figure out. Um, I think we got a lot more out of this right. episode. That is, yeah. This is a testament to what we're capable of when all five of us are together. It, it's yeah. true. Uh, we are very powerful. I'm hitting this with a, with a one and a half <laughs> on the episode. Not good. Generous. Jeez. Nothing we, funny. We've beat, not, the, not offensive. beat the dead horse as much yeah. as we can, or in PETA terms. It gets, this fed is getting, the, fed the, yeah, this is getting a whole extra half a point for Peter Torque being on the show. <laughs> feed the fed horse. That's what Peter. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do what with the? Horse? Did you ever see one? Well, you know the saying, "Beat the dead horse." Clearly, I don't. Uh, well, no, yeah, don't, yeah, don't beat yeah, a dead don't horse. Beat right. a dead horse. You trying to Pe- tell me to stop talking? Peta tried to change it to feed a fed oh, horse. Oh, right, feed a fed horse. Right, then it's less. Oh, yeah, because Peter wants wanted to soften all their language. Peta is. Yeah. I read a conspiracy theory that Peta is actually uh, funded entirely by the meat industry. To make people hate vegetarians. Interesting. <laughs> I, there is likes to that. To I, I wouldn't put it past anybody. Do you need to pay people to do that? Um, My turn. <laughs> <laughs> Doug? All right. I'm going 1.25. This episode was not, annoying. Not, not getting that Peter Torque push from you, huh? That, I, that is getting a Peter Torque push from me. <laughs> As somebody who used to live with multiple people who believed in retail therapy, which is not exactly the same I thing. you were going to say somebody who used to live with Peter Torque. <laughs> like, what part of your life have you yeah, not told us? the fuck did you live with Peter Torque? <laughs> There's a lot about me you don't know. That's true. The last years were very lost. But no, living with people who engaged in retail therapy. Sure. It could be very frustrating at times when all of a sudden it's like, hey, why is there an extra tank full of turtles in the living room all of a sudden? And other stories that should be told. fucking stoked. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I I know know those turtles. Turtles are nice, but dang, man. (laughs) Anyway, so. They don't eat pizza. They They don't fight crime. (laughs) I don't know that. I've never owned a turtle. Almost never. So I haven't trained hard enough. One point two five, Brett. Uh, one. This episode fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mirror one. All right, Michelle. I'm gonna give it a one point five. Yeah, because the Peter uh, Torque. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, the end made me very sad when Helen has her little breakdown yeah, about like it. you know right. how she oh yeah she's Helen Hackett in now mm. and so she lost her whole like Helen, Helen Chapel life. And Are you trying to tell me something? No, I'm not. I'm not trying to make it any big thing. It, but, it, like, it just resonated with me about, like, losing a lot of stuff that yeah. meant a lot to you. And True. so I'm going to give it a little bump just for that. Okay. I thought that was, that part of it was handled well. Like, I'm glad that they finally sort of dealt with, like, some emotion from the fire. I'm comfortable with that. All right. Uh, I don't know where the sauce is, but whoever. Sauce. Avocado SoCal guac sauce, California-inspired, Carolina-grown. Hot avocado. When military orders moved our family from our home state of California to North Carolina, we began to miss the the made-from-scratch hot sauce we found in our favorite taco shops and restaurants. This led us to the creation of our very own Southern California-style hot sauce, SoCal hot sauce. California-inspired, Carolina-grown. Um, manufactured by SoCal Hot Sauce, heat meter at about in the middle. I would think that's an over exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, I think this was very flavorful. I like guacamole. If you're not a guac, if you're not an avocado fan, I don't know that this would right be up your alley. But uh, I I I enjoyed this. Relatively no heat. Could have used a little more heat, so it does lose a little bit of points for that because it does say hot avocado, and that is a. That is a gross overrepresentation, uh, but I did like it. 
especially if you're an avocado fan, this would probably work incredibly well on a variety of taco. I would eat this on pretty much any taco. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, uh, this would be close to a four if it uh, if it was hotter, but because it's not, I'm hitting it with a three point uh, three point seven five. Well, you know, what? I'll bounce it up a little bit. I enjoyed this. If it's a four point or more, if it was heat, it heat. Uh, I'm pretty much on the same page as you. This was fucking excellent. This was delicious. I picked up more heat than I think you did. I actually got a little bit of heat. It would come to the point Mm -hmm. of being like burning and then it would just kind of pull back. So, uh, yeah, I'm echoing the sentiment and I'm going to go with 3.75 for good times. Brett, to you. Good times, great memories. Uh, I'm going to go with a four because uh, I really want this on like an omelet. Or scrambled eggs. Ooh. I think it'd be super tasty. Yes. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going with a four. Uh, I tried to buy this online during, but I can't find it online anywhere. It's sold out on Amazon. And I don't trust their website. Mm. It looks like it's sketchy. Mm. This so. one? <laughs> yeah. Just take uh, that bottle home. I will. But I want more. Yeah. What did you give it? 3.75. Yeah. This Hit was em. great. I did... Uh, I did also get a little more heat. It wasn't as hot as I I, th- I think that it could be hotter, but um this had the heat of last week's sauce. This is an all-timer. Yeah. Um I no, I'm going to give it a 4. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 4 also. I think Doug had said or maybe Brett did that it it smelled a lot like a salsa verde. Yeah. And it, Brett. it is. It's um Sorry, Brett. Uh, That's right. It was a little bit like that. You could definitely taste the avocado. Mm -hmm. You can also, like, taste the tomatilla. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I'm going to give it a four. That's great. That's good sauce right there. Uh, We can't get it anymore. It's too fucking bad, I guess. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Shit out of luck. Yep. Every flavor on Amazon currently unavailable. (laughs) Too fucking bad. Write a letter to the company. Sorry, did you buy that? Uh, No. Okay. I don't. Well, whoever bought it, I, go I buy it more. I think you did. I did. It has an. Eight, it has a, like an eight ninety nine price tag on it. So we I might have bought like... it at Honey Hole. <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, if it's up there, uh, then I'll, I'll make a trip. No, because most of the sauces I get actually have that yeah. uh, label for a Susie's right. Hot Shop. Yeah, we yeah. might have bought this from right. Honey Hole. But I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this episode. Right. We'll be back next week with more hot sauces and more wings. And until then, Michelle will do the plugs. Uh, check us out at underscore wings on wings on. Instagram and Twitter, uh, Wings on Wings podcast at gmail.com, uh, Wings on Wings dot podbean.com. You can also find us on the soon to be named network at STBN network on Twitter, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com, uh, where you'll find lots of other good podcasts as well, like We Need Wrestling, DJ and Brett's other podcast. Hey, yo. Uh, at odds with wrestling, final wrestling place, long box heroes, and more. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, Brett, there's 12 in stock on hotsaucemall.com. There you go. <laughs> that doesn't sound disreputable what, at all. Yeah. What looks wrong about their website? Uh, I tried switching like the flavors from mild to hot when I was at the checkout and it like wouldn't let me switch the flavors or anything. Broken links means I'm broken. Well, but I think 
That's because at the bottom that just means are they mild, hot, or the, each of the sauces? That could be. Should we maybe finish the episode a- before we go shopping? No. Oh. <laughs> we'll shop right now. Say something then, dummy. Something. <laughs> Listening to the soon to be named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.